Hodges, and I'm hoping you're having a great day. I want to go ahead and start this off with saying thank you to everybody who bought the Magic City kit. Um, I got the numbers back on that, and I was pretty happy to see how many people end up buying, so I really appreciate you all. And also want to go ahead and thank Ben, Clay, Dylan, Matt, Matt, Paul, Ray, Sandy, Scott, Simon, Stephen, Trent, Trey, Tyler, Zach. Thank you all for being patrons and helping me do what I do. Um, yeah, so I don't know if the audio sounds different. We put down more rugs in here, so maybe it sounds better. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, I also want to apologize for the last episode. I listened to it back, and I thought it sounded like crap. Uh, so if you listen to the whole thing, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to go ahead and jump into this Orange County matchup that's coming up this Saturday, which will be at 9 p.m. our time, so a little... A little footy after dark. Um, this should be very fun. I don't know if I will be doing a live show this week. Uh, my fiance is in town. We are setting up our apartment. And I don't know if we're going to do that. Mainly because we're going to be driving back and forth and uh, whatever. You don't care. But we'll see. But here's the thing. Orange County is a really interesting team. Just two years ago, they went out and they won the... Uh, they won the USL championship. They had some really good players. Kobe Henry uh, is a U.S. men's national team talent who is now at Marseille, I do believe. And they sold him on. He's the academy guy. And they also had this guy named Domus who they ended up selling over to Sweden who's now come back and plays for um, San Diego. So they that was a team that had one of the best goal scorers and one of the best defenders. And then the next year they were gone and they finished as the Western Conference, you know, wooden spoon winners. Wooden spoon meaning the worst team in the West, right? And they went through this random stretch and they looked bad. And the thing is is that they always looked they were one step away. They always looked like they were right there. And right now they look competitive. If you look at their matches, you know, they finally get that monkey off the back and they get a win over Indy 11. You know, we'll talk about Indy 11 a little bit in that match. But, you know, they lose 1-0 Del Paso. They, well, they do beat Capo or Capo, but in the open, excuse me, the open cup. But they draw to Hartford, they draw to Las Vegas, they draw to, they draw to Tampa, and they lose to Louisville City, and they finally get the monkey off the back, and they do it at home. But they also look like a competitive team this year. They have some interesting stuff going on that I, I, am, kind, I am a lot higher on Orange County than I thought I would be. And, you know, the buck stops at the guy that's up top, uh, Milan Oloski, uh, not his brother, Brian Oloski, who is also on the team, but Milan Oloski. I mean, last year he was the golden boot winner. And this year he looks to be just on to the same pace. And it's disgusting. <laughs> like he's really good. Three goals through six matches. I mean, Milan Oloski, he's a 23, 23 year old, and he's made his way through and he's just a good goal he's just a good player he is just a really really good player don't get me wrong two of those goals did come against um 
a capo in the open cup, but he did get a penalty against Indy 11. And he is just a guy who is solid. And when he's not scoring goals, which he's, he's pretty good at scoring goals. I mean, through, I'm pretty sure his entire career, he's worth a goal every two games, which is a ridiculous number. I, He's a guy that will float from the left wing over to the center forward out, sometimes over to the right, but he's mostly a left winger slash center forward. And you look at everything that he does, he is just, he's such a good player. He was good for basically two goals. Uh, He would have two goals every three games. That was kind of his thing last year. He was pretty good at setting up the ball too. That's one thing that I was pretty impressed with uh, last year with Milanoloski was he was pretty good at setting things up. His passes in the final third were really good. His ability to pass um, into dangerous areas was really good. Heck, even in this last game against uh, Indy 11, he had a really good ball. He had a really good ball that went from a about a seven with Milano Lasky, you would say 70% that time, 70% of the time he shoots that ball, it's into the back of the net and he lays it off to the most wide open net of all time from the pen, from closer than the penalty spot. No one in front of net, no one in front of him defending and the guy passes to skies it. I mean, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and look at it now because I actually don't know what the answer is. I I have a feeling that <laughs> the numbers for Orange County may be skewed a little bit because of that one chance that he had. I mean, I think that was oh gosh, it was a shot. Uh, he had a chance, and it was just it was just a horrible skying of the ball. Um. That's a whole lot of ranting to say Milan Oloski is good. He is a good player. And I don't want to make it sound like that's all that they have. They have some other players that I really, really like. Um, they have Daniel Pedersen, who is a central midfielder, who typically kind of goes to that right side. But, I mean, he's just a solid, solid player. He... He's really good at just kind of controlling the pace of play. He gets shots off. He's really good about creating chances. And defensively, he's a lot better than I think a lot of people want to give him credit for. He's just a real pesk in the final, like in that central part of the field. He wins aerial duels. He'll go through. He'll win the ball. He intercepts the ball he is just a solid solid player and you also want to look at uh i think his name's cody cropper who is their keeper they have this year and he confuses me just a little bit he is a guy that against indy they put him under a lot of pressure and that first 15 minutes he looked bad and that, that sounds mean. That sounds uh, just, uh, I don't know how else to say, just like uh, mean-hearted, I guess. He just did not look very good. His 
his ability to pass the ball was less than ideal. His short passes, which he does whenever he's not being pressed heavily, are usually pretty decent. But whenever he has time on the ball, like, for example, El Paso did not press him very heavily. Uh, Capo or Capo, whatever they are, in the Open Cup did not press him very heavily. Las Vegas did not press him very heavily. He had a lot of time to pick out some short uh, short passes. Um, and he was pretty good with those, but the moment that things started getting long and he had to really get into these, uh, had to be quick and decisive and put a ball on a platter, he really struggled with it. And so if I'm Legion, I'm seeing this and I'm saying, press the crap out of him. You gotta press the crap out of him. And... For the beginning part of the game against Indy, that's what they did. And I really thought that Indy was a bit unlucky to not come away with points at the very beginning. Because, I mean, they looked really good. But you also have to sit there and say that they weathered the storm and it was ended up being fine. I, For me, I think that... For Legion to come out and they have to press, they have to press, they have to press, they have to press. Because especially after this last game where they just didn't do it. They just did not press um, Loudon. They just kind of let them do whatever. Uh, you know, you have to put pressure on their goalkeeper. Because when you allow him to have time, he can gather his thoughts and figure it out. And maybe that's... You know, short sample size, maybe. But, you know, against, um, but, you know, against someone like, uh, Las Vegas, Orange County was also very good at pressing, but Las Vegas didn't do it back. And yes, against Las Vegas, they conceded two goals, but they, they just don't seem to handle that kind of, he doesn't seem to handle that kind of pressure effectively. So if you're a Legion, you have to do the exact opposite that you did against Loudon. And I said I'd come back to the Indy game. Indy, you you look at the match and you look at some stats and say, well, they dominated possession. Um, if you even look at the game, you say, well, they were just around the final third the entire time. Like, they were all around the box. But they really did nothing with the ball. They were going side to side, lateral, 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 lateral. And... They, they just did not go forward with the ball. They did not want to attack forward. They were afraid to go through those channels. And if for a lot of you listening, you're like, isn't that what Legion do? Yes. Yes, it is. Legion do that a lot. They love to just kind of go laterally and kind of figure it out, see what's happening. But here's the thing. There's stuff on paper that gives merit to this. One thing that Orange County has been really bad about this year is those lateral crosses. When I say lateral, I mean side to side. And one thing that I noticed is that any every single goal that they've conceded this season, aside from two, just two, they have all come from these crosses from wide areas. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of insane when you think about that, that if you go all the way back to Louisville City, they got scored on three times. Tampa Bay scored on them once. Las Vegas scored on them twice. Hartford scored on them once. El Paso scored on them once. And 
Only two of those did not come from a cross from a wide area. What does that mean? It means that for some reason their back line just doesn't seem to connect and figure it out, I guess. And those two goals, by the way, uh, Mushigalusa from Louisville City had a nice goal where he was basically on the near post and managed to put it around uh, the keeper. It, the keeper should have done a lot better with it, but it was still one of those wide area shots. And the other one was against El Paso where the ball was crossed in. It was headed out. And Yuma puts in a pretty decent cross in by, by a cross. He floats the ball back into the box vertically, so from straight in front of goal to someone else in front of goal, if that makes sense. If you're looking at the goal head on, he passed the ball from there, and he crossed it back vertically into the box, and it was just a very nice finish. Everything else, you would see uh, a cross so if they're on the outside of the box, they cross the ball in and someone, you know, gets ahead to it. They, you know, or the ball is crossed onto the ground across the box and someone gets on the on the end of it. They just don't seem to cover that ground effectively. And if I'm Legion, this is something I've been screaming about for a while now is that you need to cross the ball. You need to cross the ball. You need to cross the ball. If the team has seen what I've seen on paper, I have a feeling that they're going to come out and do a lot of that. A lot of that. Especially if we continue to push our wingbacks up with Colin Smith and Gabriel Alves or Moses Mensa. Um, which, by the way, I fully believe that this is the match to play Moses Mensa. I think that this is a match that was made for him. I think letting him put those crosses in, let him be a little bit more of a level head, I suppose. I think... I say level head. He's one thing I like about him defensively is that he doesn't really seem to go in for these crazy tackles to win the ball back. His way of trying to win the ball back is through interceptions. And given how Orange County kind of plays, I feel like that lends itself well to uh, Moses Mensa. And his ability to cross the ball is incredible. I think that this is a match made for Moses Mensa, and I think that if they go out and they let the wingbacks push up, they let them go out and attack, they let them put those crosses in and they be dangerous and play more laterally, something that we hate as Legion fans, I think that it could work out well for Legion. That said... You cannot get too one-dimensional. That's where Indy 11 messed up. That's where they were losing this match. And it's the fact that they never got away from that idea. They just kept playing the ball from side to side and trying to exploit stuff from the wide areas after Orange County said, we're not falling for that. If they would have just gone through the middle of the park and just played those channels, and yes, Orange County really sat back deep and cluttered the middle of the park, and it made it hard for uh, Indy to break down. I also think that making it a little bit more 50-50 of we're going to cross, and now we're going to go to the middle, we're going to go to the middle, and now we're going to cross, and you have to make each team respect both. I mean, that seems like it'd be perfect for, I mean, can you imagine it now, 70 minutes in? And the ball's into the wide area. It's over onto the right-hand side. 
Prosper Kasim gets the ball. Looks like he's going to play it out wide to Colin Smith to cross the ball in. And instead, Prosper just kind of turns and shoots and takes that diagonal shot that he seems to have patented at this point. That's kind of what you're looking at here. When teams respect both things of playing the ball centrally and playing the ball wide, those shooting lanes end up coming open because both because they're having to respect both kinds of passes. You can't respect both passes and cover the shot. You just can't. It's impossible unless you drop every player back. And you can kind of do that with Alana Lasky, Milana Lasky. But I, I don't know if that's worth it for Orange County, especially coming off their first win. If they come back and they just start sitting behind the ball, I don't know if that's something you want to do in front of your home fans. So just be balanced. I think that you could see a more balanced uh, play between the wides and the central areas for this Legion team. As for Orange County, I don't really know what to expect from them in this match because the matches where they try to press the matches where they try to create havoc and force mistakes, they end up not looking very good in matches where they kind of sit back and wait for the other team to make mistakes. A la Loudon versus Legion. Um, they've played very well. I think this is a match where Legion has to come in and say, not that we can't make mistakes, but if we're going to make a mistake, make them forced. Make the other team force us to make mistakes. And if Orange County starts to press and try to make mistakes happen, then that's when the team can strike and they can play the ball through to whomever. And I, I think that this is one of those things where Legion just cannot shoot themselves in the foot. Go for those short passes. Be simple. You know, stay engaged. Have well, frankly, just have a little heart in the game. Because maybe Legion would have lost to Loudon no matter what, but it wouldn't have been 3-0 if they came out with, it seemed to have a little bit more care about it and didn't seem to, so discouraged and so disheartened. And in this match, you just can't do it. If you stay with that fire, if you stay and have that intensity and have purpose behind every pass that you take, then unless Orange County try to press you and force the issue, you're going to be fine. I think that that's going to be the way to beat this Orange County team is be intentional, be intense, and don't let yourself beat yourself because that's what happened against Loudon. And I, well, frankly, I don't know how Legion fans could handle two matches in a row of that. <laughs> but look, I, this might be a shorter episode than normal. Um, I had a whole lot of stuff going on outside. People, people next door slamming doors, and then like people like mowing grass, and then uh, just a bunch of crazy stuff. So there might have been some stuff I cut out of this because it didn't sound good. I don't know, um, but yeah, I appreciate you all. I cannot wait to watch this match late at night, and then watch the rest later. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time, guys. Keep hammering on.